Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. What's up, Pop? I got a question for you today. <laughs> Are we doing this again? <laughs> yeah, well, today this question comes from uh, one of our listeners, Charlie. Oh, okay. And I love the question, and I couldn't wait uh, until our uh, Ask Us Anything section, so I'm just going to ask you now. All right, let's hear it. Okay. Here's the deal. You could have anything you want in the world, money, power, fame, Respect, whatever a rap song would say in that, in that moment. But the only way you could get it is you have to sacrifice another human. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Okay. So first question is, would you do it? And the obvious answer is yes. 100%. Second question is, who would you sacrifice? Um, I, I mean, you could just literally go down a list of pedophile convictions you know what I mean? Like, okay, I want to make it harder because well, now, you, now you're just changing it up because I because I blew this no, because you found a loophole. Yeah, <laughs> no. All right. So you have to sacrifice an innocent person who's done nothing egregiously bad in their lives. And then I could turn this show into the highest rated podcast in the world. Yeah, if that's yeah. Yep. Please do that. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm selfish. No, I like it. Who are you going to kill? Oh, anyone. Just a random person. A rando. I'll just point at a guy across the street from you. I got it. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> this is supposed to be like a big ethical, moral, like conflict moment in the show. It is just not happening. Or so, yeah, no. Like I'm I'll not just, getting a murder rap on this, right? No, you just. Oh, yeah. you just feel guilty. I guess. No, I'm good. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so we're just gonna kill. It. So your answer is yes, and you'll kill a rando. Yeah, to get to get this show where it needs to be. Yeah. Would you pick like an old person so that you're not taking too much life away? Uh, sure. <laughs> you don't really care. <laughs> All right. Well, hi, Jonesy. I yeah. just want you to know I put you guys ahead of, of anyone else's lives. So you know I what? Hope, I hope you look at it that way. I do look at it that way. I think that that makes you a very morally strong person. And since I'm also killing an innocent, those kind of. Uh, cancel themselves out and I just go back to being me. <laughs> yeah, but you kill one innocent, but you make the lives of, of me and Jonesy better. Not so that's you. two. So I'm just doing simple math. Two positives plus one negative equals one positive. You're still plus one in the, in yeah, the positive. And it's column. not even just you guys that I'm making. I'm going to make better. I'm going to the millions of people who are going to now know about the show. Their days are going to get better. Yeah. Oh, where are we going to still be a podcast if in in this scenario? Or are we going to be like a serious XM satellite radio show? Um, Is I that mean, what they're called? Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd I'd like to stay a podcast and maybe have a uh, television show to go with it, like a not like a scripted acted like a, television show, but like a roundtable type show. What what uh, network do you think would be a good fit for us? That, see, that's I have a tougher time answering that question <laughs> than the original question. My, I would say five years ago. Well, when we did like Roco Radio, our old podcast, I would say we were like a Spike TV show. Yeah, but now now they're like now we're very PG. Way, we could be on like Nick Teen right now. It's I'd love <laughs> yeah. to be on Nick Teen. But see, like the, the, you're you're losing the idea of the question, right? Because if it could be the most popular podcast ever, we'd be on every channel. Oh, okay. All it'd, right. It'll be like when the president like addresses everybody and they put it on like they destroy everything and you can't watch a single thing that you want to watch. Oh my god, it's like government. Yeah, it's like a government issued show. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, first we have to make the country communist, right? And then, <laughs> and then force everyone to watch the show. Give every our, day. Don't give our plans yeah, away. Monday through Friday from five to six p.m. Everyone has to watch it. Like the, the show would be on the first hundred channels, and then if you really wanted to, you could watch Treehouse Hunters. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say Netflix because I, we feel like I feel like we're an on-demand type of thing. Yeah, People I could just binge us. I think at that point though, we'd have the DFD network, 
which would be its own streaming service. We'd have our own channel. Yeah. And it would have the live show in the mornings, but then for the rest of the day, it would just play like reruns and like we would build like a network of other podcasts who yes. were like, uh, like our B, not a B team, that's a mean way to say it, our junior varsity. <laughs> yes, our JV. Our and JV. Like, but that would be awesome because they'd also, they'd also be benefiting from my killing. So see how many people would benefit from this? So the poor schmuck just walking down the street, you know, he's, you know, do, he's but, doing a sacrifice for the greater good. You know, RIP in peace, you know, <laughs> rip in peace, bro. <laughs> rip in peace. Are we are we the wild stallions of podcasts now? <laughs> we yeah. are like an, an improbable event by George Carlin in a phone booth. <laughs> all of a sudden makes us the greatest thing since sliced bread. Everything you said, except it's not a phone booth. Obviously, it's a Kia Optima, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. You Come should on. know that. <laughs> If anyone should know that, Jones, it's you. You built it. <laughs> I was also thinking about this question, and there was no doubt in my mind that I would kill the absolute most random person. Like my, my criteria was pick the person that's physically the furthest away from me on the planet, and they're gone. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So there's a guy in China right now that's screwed, right? <laughs> and the big difference with me would be that I'd also the podcast would be mega famous, but it would be because I'm a retired basketball player. Okay. Oh, okay. Would we do like uh, you know at the end of TV shows like be, like if someone on the cast or crew dies they have like the picture up and says like in, in memorandum will we do an in memorandum a memoriam a memoralia of memory in memory in memory of uh, the guy that we randomly killed yeah you think we'd ever find out who it was I feel I feel like we would have to know. It, it would become an episode of the show where we like hunted down the person. Oh, we, we'd have to actually do the hunting though because people just randomly die of natural causes. Like it's not just broadcast all over the world. Yeah. So in this scenario, I guess we would just like push a button and he would just die and we wouldn't know about but it. But see, that makes it so easy. What if we had to actually kill the person? Again, I'd, I'd take the bullet for that one. I'd, I'd, I got you guys. By take the bullet, you mean give the bullet? <laughs> Both, yes. Yeah, you'd give the bullet. Is that I'd, a term? I'd have the blood on my hands while actually having the blood on my hands, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is that a term? Can we make that a term? Sure. Like, instead of, uh, you know... I Share think, the bullet. I'll take I'll take a bullet for you. I'll give a bullet for you. Yeah. Th- I'd want to keep you guys as, like, you know, innocent as possible in the situation. Like, if we were like, hey, Eric, you know, can you tell us details of, of, of the... You'd be like, no, man. I wouldn't. You don't I'd want to keep you guys pure and, like, the way you are... Um, we are, I, I could push that down and yeah, we would get rid of it. <laughs> Just bury that shit deep down. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I cursed. Damn it. Bury that, <laughs> yes. Cha-ching. <laughs> bury that crap deep. <laughs> All right. So that was a good intro question. Yeah. So thank you, Charlie, for that one. It, he, that was for our ask us anything section, but it was just too good to wait. So no, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. So that brings us to our first real segment of the show. The feedback loop. professionals <laughs> it's always good <laughs> i'll never get tired of that no it's too good too good all right let's dive right in okay so we got lots of good feedback this this week all right so from one of our listeners charlie uh he said i don't think i could love a segment idea any more than i love ask us anything i agree um a big shout out to my boy steve for thinking of something we should have thought <laughs> from jump street yeah like kudos to you my man it is uh, very enjoyable to ask to answer questions from from listeners. So keep them coming, guys. It's been it's been a lot of fun. You got to expect that from a guy with two first names, right? Steve Thomas. <laughs> oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you supposed to never trust someone with two first names? Uh, never trust a guy with the first name of a city. Oh, like Dallas Page. Yeah. Yeah. Or Diamond Dallas. Always Page? trust Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> Yeah, he seems like a good dude. But like, you know, Reno Riggins. Like, don't trust that guy. Reno, no. Especially if you're named after like a crappy city. (laughs) Don't trust a guy with a uh, a skinny mustache and never trust a woman with a tattoo of a dagger on her arm. Yes. Never trust. You follow those two rules and the rest is cream cheese. cheese. (laughs) I'm so glad you got that. Yeah, man. Of course. (laughs) Never trust Temecula Sanchez. So if I have a third kid, I shouldn't name him Jacksonville Pomponio. Uh, Maybe Jacksonville. (laughs) Then we can call him Bortles. Bortles. (laughs) I did meet uh, a Blake Pomponio once. Nice. He was a really cool guy. Yeah. He nice. was he was five, but <laughs> he's really cool. Super chill five year old. Very chill five year old. <laughs> Hello, Balake. 
All right. So. All right. So um, our boy Nappy, he said, Pomp status as an Italian has officially been revoked for choosing Domino's as part of his death row meal. He had no problem with the fact that you chose pizza. His beef was that you chose Domino's. Domino's is delicious. And uh, so, Nappy, I appreciate. Well, first, I appreciate you. Second, I appreciate your um, criticism of uh, an, an Italian, a fellow Italian, a paisan, wanting a, a very inauthentic pizza meal at death row. But I'm on death row. At this point, I don't care about what other people think. I like Domino's <laughs> a lot, right? And I want to stand by it, man. Like, at this point, like, I don't care about my reputation, you know, as a, as a, as a paisan. I respect it. But, uh, Nappy, I totally understand where you're coming from. But uh, and I also have to say, guys, this is about four weeks in a row where I'm in someone's doghouse. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have realized that. I'm always in trouble. It builds character, man. Yeah. Thick skin. Yeah. You know? So Nappy also uh, had a, a feedback. And then we talked about guilty pleasures and how mine were like high school rom-coms. And I brought up 10 things I hate about you. And we said like how good of a movie it was. And like I shouldn't be embarrassed about that. So he actually wrote. Uh, he's a teacher, by the way. So he likes, you know, anything having to do with education. Like smartness. <laughs> smartness. <laughs> so he actually wrote 10 things I hate about you is a remake of Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew. So there's actually no questioning its quality. So. There thanks for thanks for respecting the ten things I hate about you, man. I appreciate you so much. There you go, there you go. It it, it always felt like a little bit um, higher up on the uh, on the uh, food chain of teen movies. Yeah, and it, it's also a little known fact that uh, Shakespeare's Taming the Shrew is a remake of Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Very little known fact. <laughs> oh man, <Herman> Melville. <laughs> You should really do that chant at like the next island. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, another listener's a list. One person listener of ours. <laughs> another listener of ours. His name is Isaac. Uh, he wrote to us. You guys are always so positive. Um, you guys should switch it up one day and do a things I hate segment. Well, I can do that. Yeah, we hate stuff. Yeah, we totally hate stuff. We don't hate people. We hate things, though, and ideas. There's a lot of things we, we, we don't. And you know what? We could do that this week, actually. Yeah, I think in a little while we should uh, do with things I hate. Yeah. Be, uh, are you ready to, like, come up with some stuff you hate? Yeah. Right. I, Jones, I hate, bro. Things I hate. I hate. It's going to be hard. I'm going to have to dig some out of my back pocket, but I think I can do it. Yeah, and it's not like... I think it's important to understand, like, we're positive about life. We have a positive outlook on life. We don't hate people like just blanket hate people but there's definitely things that we don't like absolutely yeah so all right we'll do that for sure all right our our last piece of um feedback this week was from your cousin mike penna and he says hey mike (laughs) he says you definitely need to eat the nasty mike arnone bagels and record the reactions for instagram oh we did that well we did that this morning it was delicious by the way it was gross we all ate no i'm gonna go on no i'm gonna say mike to Mike Arnone, uh, you are correct. It is not a gross. Is not a gross concoction. Jalapeno cream cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Well. All right. So I hate cinnamon raisin bagels. So therefore, that was like the immediate turnoff. Um, the jalapeno cream cheese wasn't bad. I would never order it again because, like, I was explain when we ate it. I, I don't need heat in my breakfast cream cheese. Yeah. It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, the cinnamon raisin bagel was gross. I've eaten worse things in my life, so I'm going to guess if you enjoy a cinnamon raisin bagel, that that breakfast actually isn't that terrible. Yeah, it was. It w- I have to say, we all ate it and we finished our bagels. Yeah, we had. We each ate a full bagel. Um, which, by the way, also I feel like I still have cream cheese stuck in my throat. <laughs> it just sounded like it when you said that line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't do it right before we record. Maybe we should do these things after we record. So yeah, if you go to our Instagram, you can actually see the three of us on our story uh, consuming those ridiculous bagels. Yeah, and on Instagram yeah. you can see my reaction because I'm not going to say it right here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, dangle it. Look at you. That is good marketing strategy right there. I like that. Yeah. All right. All right, so we could either jump into the Ask Us Anything or we could do the things I hate. So which would you prefer? Um, Let's do Ask Us Anything. Yeah? Yeah. All right. You want to kick this one off? 
Yeah, are we going to do a, a theme song for Ask Us Anything? Do we have one? We need to record one. We don't have one, right? No. I think it's just like, it's not bought up. We can't do the bought up, no, bought no, up, no. because that's trivia. You have any ideas? <laughs> Jones, hit it. Bum, bum, bum. Ask us anything. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. No. Can you try again? Yeah, I could try again. Ask us anything where we answer all your questions, even if they're crazy or not spelled correctly or really <laughs> long. <laughs> that was Much it. better. That Much was better. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So I'm just, we're going to go rapid fire. So okay, let's do it. One of our listeners, John, uh, asked, why can't we get a fat burger on the East Coast? Can I take this one? Yeah, because we have the answer. Okay. Oh, well, we had one. We had one. In Massapequa, and none of you idiots went and ate there except me. And so I went. Did yeah, you? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I did not know that. Yeah, I went with you. Well, so that times. is why we can't have nice things, because none of you wanted to go when it was there. Yeah, we had a fat burger, and we lost it. Congrats. Um, way to go, everyone. Now we'll never get one back. I went to Fat Burger, and then it closed, and it became Jake's Wayback Burger, and then I went there, and that closed, and now it's like a nail salon. <laughs> have you gone? <laughs> No, 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 no. That's no. why it's still open. You can hear the curse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, a lot of cousin love. Yeah. Uh, so my my cousin Maria. This one's for you. Yeah. Yeah. As who's my favorite cousin? Well, um, I'll say this, Maria. You are tied for first place. Is that a good answer? That's a cop out. Yeah, well, I'm not going to pick a favorite cousin. <laughs> I was willing to this, kill a guy for you. Yeah, no, but this, this, uh, yeah, my family. This is worse than killing someone. <laughs> I'm not answering this, Maria. You are uh, obviously. I love you dearly. Um, you are definitely tied for first. Um, so yeah, that's my answer. Wow. Okay, we got one from Charlie, and I'm going to give this one to Jones because uh, you got the first one. So, okay, this is a matrix themed question yep all right in the matrix morpheus asks neo do you want to take the red pill or the blue pill so if you take the blue pill you basically you live in ignorant bliss you don't know the truth about the world if you take the red pill you learn everything it's like it's like eating from the apple of knowledge or whatever in the garden of eden um you have the choice to take the red pill or the blue pill what would you take if I take the red pill, do I get to do all the cool stuff that Neo did in those movies? You don't know yet. Oh, like could I fly and like listen to Rage Against the Machine while I'm doing it? <laughs> you don't know. That's you, the yeah, point. you That's don't the know. Point. You're just you're in Wonderland and you're there. Yeah, I'm taking the blue pill. You, just you know, you, you, bliss. It looks like the omeprazole that I take at night, so it's comfortable. <laughs> there you go. All right. Wow. Jones is medicated. That was a really long sounding <laughs> prescription. <laughs> Um, I would take the red pill. I think I, I don't know. I think I would take the red pill. Too. You wouldn't want to stay for the experience. I would probably take the red pill, but there's times I will tell you there are times where I am a little bit jealous or of people who have very simple, simple lives where they don't really think too much about things going on outside of their, their small universe. Yeah, you're right. I so, changed my mind. I'm going red pill. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we should all pick the red pill. But I would be tempted to take the blue pill for like two seconds. I'd be like, oh, that the would red nice. pill is no, just no, more my personality. Like, ah, yeah. give me the adventure. Yeah, you, you swayed me, pump. I'm going I don't back care. I don't care what the ending is. Red? Just give me the adventure. Word. You swayed me. I'm going back blue. You going blue? Yeah, blue again. You're easily manipulated. No, not really. Yeah, you're stand, mold, up, you're stand up right now. <laughs> you should stand. I'm. I'm standing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we make Jones stand for the whole show. <laughs> Jones stand for the rest of the show. All right. Uh, All right, so um, Mike Penna asked a question, which I'm, I'm going to take this one if you don't mind. Sure. It was uh, he wanted to know the stupidest thing we've done, like looking back where we could have died. So <clears throat> I have one example that en encompasses me and you, Pomp, where we drove to Florida for a weekend, which was like a really not, not bright thing to do. Yeah. So it was like a total three-day trip, and two of them were spent driving in a car. We went all the way down. <laughs> stayed for a night. And that went all the way back. Okay. So at the time, portable DVD players were a thing. And <laughs> oh, I know where you're going. We didn't have a headphone splitter. So we were trying to watch movies in the car while driving back north up 95. And uh, we had one pair of headphones in this portable DVD player. And we watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But all three of them. We had to split the headphones. So I had one in my right ear 
while driving. Pomp had one in his left ear while sitting shotgun, and we were both leaning into the middle of the car, and I drove for like nine straight hours that way and watching watching a, nine hours of Lord of the Rings, and it was the most unsafe, terrible thing, and looking back, like there's no reason we shouldn't have died right then. No, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Uh, mine is equal because it's the same theme. It's us driving. Uh, when we were on tour... Uh, we had a big 15-passenger van where all the people in the band would live in, and then we had a trailer behind it that had all of our equipment. A van alone is hard to maneuver and takes forever to stop, especially with a bunch of people in it. Add, like, thousands of pounds of equipment into the trailer behind it. You're driving basically like a missile that you can't control. Yeah, right? it's, it's bad. And... um Literally every time that I drove <laughs> was a bad idea because for those who don't know, I'm like partially narcoleptic. I'm either <laughs> super high energy or sleeping. There's no in between for me. And uh, one night, do you remember this? I do. One night you were driving forever and you were like, dude, it's been like 14 hours. Can you take over for a little? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm fine. I'm so hyped up. I have a Red Bull. Uh, yeah, I got Red Bull. I got beef jerky. I'm ready to go. Just sit shotgun and just, you know, keep me company, whatever. You're like, all right, fine. Let's do it. I get in the car. I get in the driver's seat. I'm probably 15 minutes in. If, and I, if that. And I fall asleep at the wheel <laughs> and wake up to like the rumble things on the side of the road. Like, <laughs> and Eric's like, dude, 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 pull over. I'm like, fine. Sorry. So we pull over. And, and now it's, it's, it's nighttime it, it's and it's foggy. foggy. Okay. Yeah. So I just pull over into like a, a field in the middle of nowhere. We might, where, where were we? Oklahoma? No, I had no, no idea. Oklahoma. Maybe? I don't know where somewhere in the, in the middle of the country. And once, um, dawn comes, we like, we like, you know, wake up, we look outside the windshield and realize that we parked on a grave. We're basically in a cemetery. <laughs> I parked in a cemetery. How we didn't hit a tombstone going in. I'll never understand. I don't know, but, but it was like a dreary morning. It was like rainy and like the fog was just lifting. There was no sun and we both woke up at the same time. Everyone else was still sleeping in the back and we maneuvered the van through the tombstones to get it out of the graveyard before anybody else woke up. <laughs> it was so crazy. Yeah, I mean those really and, and those are legit answers because I probably could have come up with some other crazy stories of crazy things we've done, but like statistically speaking, yeah, if we were going to die, we were probably going to die in some sort of horrific, uh, you know, but, uh, van accident or whatever. Definitely. Yeah. So, so that was a, that was a good question. Mike. Good question. You got a sol solid response right there. Yeah. Hell yeah. He well, also had one more question. Oh, I have, I have a good answer for that one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I didn't know I'm you were oh, ready. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to do a quick and then I'm going to, I'm going to do something sneaky. <laughs> so, um, my band used to tour also and we would, uh, we would tour in an RV. Right, the RV was a pretty big RV. Nice. And uh, one night I'm driving from Houston to Dallas, Texas, and that's a, a really long straight shot. Right, there's you're on one road for hundreds of miles. It's really flat land. Uh, I was driving overnight, and everyone else in the back is asleep. My my shotgun partner is completely dead asleep too. So it's just me driving the truck, right? And uh, there's nothing on the road for hundreds of miles. And I finally realized, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm really thirsty. And uh, we're, we're like, I can't just like go walk in the back. Like, I'm not going to pull the thing over, you know? So we, I found a truck stop and I stopped at the truck stop and I, I would drive that, that RV a little crazy, right? So like I, I park like across like three parking spots and I jump out of the truck and now I got to explain what I'm wearing, right? I was wearing <laughs> a, a Heisenberg Breaking Bad t-shirt. A pair of camo pants. Uh, I had like wristbands on. I had wraparound sunglasses. Now, mind you, it's like two in the morning, right? <laughs> Wearing wraparound sunglasses and a Hulk Hogan bandana. Right? <laughs> so, sounds spot on. Yeah. I, I walk in to the, the truck stop, and the only two people in the truck stop are two Texas state troopers. For the rest of the story, you got to go to Instagram. Oh, <laughs> wow. Man. Are you really going to put this on Instagram? Yeah, it, it, it ends pretty good, too. Oh, all right. I love I'm, it. I love I'm, the tease. I'm driving. I'm driving this traffic right now. I want to get some hits on Instagram. Wow. <laughs> Damn this guy. No, I want to know it. <laughs> I want to know this is going to kill me now. Almost died. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Mike Penna had another question, and it was what would your wrestling names be? 
Ooh. So tossing this idea around earlier in the week, Jones made a little answer for him. Yeah. You guys want to know what our wrestling names are? Uh, you're about to find out. Watching the Tri-State Area's number one wrestling program, World Class Extreme Full Impact Millennium World Wrestling Alliance. Hi, wrestling fans. I'm Radical Larry Bockwinkle, and in just a little while, we'll have in-ring action from the Macho Warrior Rick Hogan. We'll be squaring off against Mick the Kraken McCracken. And our main event this evening will be Cuba Gooding III challenging the new WCEFIM WWA champion, Dick the Hammer Dick, in a loser leaves the continent match. But first, here's a few words from the former tag champs, Pepper Pompo Moose and Punch Buggy Jones. And now we'll go to that interview. Oh, let me tell you something, Jack. I'm Punch Buggy Jones. I'm the hit maker, the record breaker. I got style and grace, a pretty face. I'll make your back crack and your liver quiver. And tomorrow night at the Rockin' Wrestling Rumble in Greensboro, North Carolina, me and my partner are going to take back the tag team championship from explosive Eric Electric and that beast from the east, Luigi Ventura. And my partner, Peppa Pompo Moose, has no equal when it comes to power, speed, and knowledge of the squared circle, if you will. Let me tell you about Peppa Pompo Moose. I've known that kid since he was 12 years old. I watched him fight for everything he's got. And now you saw last week that explosive Eric took a little piece of glory from Pompo Moose. And that ain't gonna go unchallenged. That ain't gonna go unjustified. That ain't gonna go unpunished. And tomorrow night in Greensboro, North Carolina, you're gonna find out exactly what I'm talking about, Jack. When I get in the ring, I'm the master of disaster. I'm the one who makes you feel bad in the morning. I'm the man that takes money out your pocket on bacon day. And I'm gonna do it with the Saskatchewan spinning hold jack there is no hold any more powerful any more devastating than the saskatchewan spinning nerve hold i've done this for the last eight years with all the greensboro north carolina behind me lord don't fail me now we got a big battle in front of us and it's just starting let's get funky like a monkey baby Later on tonight, a very special 200-man lumberjack match featuring many superstars such as Bud Nelson, Boomer Scarborough, The Cucumber, Buster Norberg, Powercat Jeff Winslow, Frank Grabash Hernandez, Adrian Bill Picklesby, Cool Dad Don Crenshaw, and many more. All this on World Class Extreme Full Impact Millennium World Wrestling Alliance. Wow. Oh All right, God. so they, there's your answer. I'm Pepper Pomplemousse. <laughs> I'm Eric Electric. <laughs> I'm Punch Buggy Jones. Punch Buggy Jones is so good. <laughs> uh, I can't get too loud in the in the Chloe's room studio here right now, but if oh, I could, man. I would. Oh my God! So I hope that I'm was... so jealous of Punch Buggy Jones's name. <laughs> yeah, it's a good name. It's Pepper Pomplemousse is okay, but it's no Punch Buggy Jones. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> so you I, have the, you have the speed and the skill around the squared circle, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> the squared circle. <laughs> I hope that was a good enough answer for you, Mister uh, Penna. <laughs> that was so much fun to do. Oh, I can imagine. Well Jesus. played. All right, so you want you want to do it? Things I hate. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do things I hate um, per request from the feedback loop. All right, can I kick this one off? Yeah, go ahead. There's uh, there's two things that I hate more than anything on this planet. One is progressive insurance commercials. I think Flo is the absolute worst human being. <laughs> I wish I was able to uh, use her as my kill. Oh, to get us famous. Wow. Because I would. Wow. <laughs> I would. Um, would we be the new progressive spokesperson? Nope. Spokespeople? Nope. I'd close the company down. No, have them get bought out by Geico. <laughs> or Girlco. Either one. <laughs> Girlco. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy. All right. Uh, second, I hate everyone that says Valentine's. 
Oh, Valentine's Day. I wish I could hit a button and kill all of you. <laughs> when you say Valentine's Day, it's the same people that say idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah, same same crop of people. Same crop. Oh, it's not even a word. Oh, those are two good ones. Yeah, so I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> okay, my biggest one, uh, and it, dri- it this one drives me so bananas, especially now with kids, the anti-vaxxer movement. Oh, disgusting. Like, it... <sighs> If you ever, like, I don't even know where to begin, but, like, if you take medical advice from, like, celebrities and bloggers, you're an idiot when your doctor's like, no, don't do that. I'm a doctor. (laughs) I went to, like, lots of years of school to know that this is not a good move. And it's like, no, no, but, you know, Jenny McCarthy says it's, you know, (laughs) it's a conspiracy. Yeah, great. If my kid gets friggin' measles because you guys are a-holes. Your kid's dead. Yeah, you're, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, you're, you know. Like it's I my hate, kid or your kid. Your kid's going down, man. I hate the anti-vaxxer movement so much, but God, do I love the anti-vax memes. They're good? Oh, they're the best. Should we just start a um, like a bizarro DFD Instagram, which is like the opposite of us? Like everything <laughs> everything that we hate, this Instagram will love. That's pretty great. And we'll just make it as like a troll account to mess with people. And it'll just be like all like pro vaccination. I mean, pro, no pro anti vaccination. Yeah. Pro progressive insurance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, real be huge flow fans. Uh, yeah. I just my my biggest thing is like when there's uh, when anyone listens to like stupid crap on the internet and thinks it's real. Like that bothers me. And then the fact that it's now having an impact. Where like measles was like eradicated and now it's back now like there's outbreaks again because your dumb kid isn't vaccinated it, measles is back we've cured it now it's <laughs> back way good, to go jerks. good job neato everyone wow anyway what about you jones you hate anything i uh, i had to think long and hard about this because i don't hate all too much but but i gotta say when i watch tv and i can barely hear the show that i'm watching <sighs> And then the commercials come on, and they blast my speakers apart on my friggin' TV. Oh, it's the it worst. drives me crazy. It's not even just commercials. Like anytime I watch a movie or whatever on the surround sound, like one gunshot like shakes my entire house, but I can't hear talking to save my life. Yes, that's the worst. The me- for me, it's always the talking. You know, I've I've c- come to the point where I put subcaptions on sometimes. <laughs> Closed captioning. You, you just combined two words, and that was awesome. What's a sub subtitle or a closed caption? Oh. You, you made it one. I kind of like it. Sub captioning. Just saying. That's their new podcast name. <laughs> I like sub- closed titles, but that's just me. <laughs> no, yeah. it's it's. I, I don't know if like compression software has gotten crappier over the years, or people just don't use it anymore. Just make the voices louder. Like I don't. I understand. I can hear the gunshots. Yeah, like I get in a movie theater when everything like the volumes are all jacked up and you can hear everything loud. You want it loud, but yeah. like when you're home at midnight trying to watch a movie and you can't keep it too loud because one scene's gonna blow your roof off. Yeah, you know, like it's. I don't know. That's annoying. I'm with you. I hate, hate, yeah. hate, hate. Yeah, that was a good one. Good see, one. it felt good to get that out. Yeah. See, we could hate stuff, but now we should turn around and we should recommend stuff. Things we love. Things we do love. Okay, let's do this. Um, I'll go first. All right. Uh, there is a comedian that I am very much into right now. His name is Sebastian Maniscalco. He's blowing up right now. He's, he's kind of all over the place. He has a Netflix. He has a few Netflix specials. The newest one is called Stay Hungry. I highly recommend it. It's very, very funny. He is super animated, which I like. You know, He's like a Jim Carrey-esque. He's like an Italian Chicago Jim Carrey. As far as his his stand up style. No, let me ask you a quick question. And he's got that Chicago accent, like Chicago. Like I I understand um, why cities like Chicago and New York would like him, but do you think he's he's as popular in like Midwest areas? I think so. I think people in the Midwest get a kick out of, um, and and this is saying as Italian, I think they enjoy us as comic relief a little bit. Like if if anyone out there lives in like you know. The Oklahoma, Texas, just anywhere like that. Just do you think Sebastian Maniscalco is funny? Like, let us know on Instagram. I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing as like. I think he's hysterical. Yeah, it's the same thing as like you know, uh, Joe Pesci. Like my cousin Vinny. I'm sure that movie was insanely popular everywhere, not just in like. But see, that's the thing. Areas. I don't know. I bet you that there's like guys that do better in different parts. Like if you go to like the Southwest, that's got to be like Gabriel Iglesias land. And if you go to yes. like the Southeast, it's definitely like blue collar. Larry the Cable Guy, 
Jeff Foxworthy stuff. Yeah, but yeah. see, like, I feel like that stuff doesn't hit well in like urban areas in New York. That's why I asked. I never even thought about this till right now. Yeah, I think things are blending more. Um, like country music is huge everywhere now, which just blows my mind. Like, air, like country's huge in, in New York. I had that happen. Country's also changed itself to fit the market a little better. It's it's very poppy now. Yeah. So it makes it easier for people to get on board than it than it was back in the day with like Dwight Yoakam's and stuff like that. You That's know. True. It's very true. But yeah, I, I think that people will like him, this Sebastian Maniscalco. Like, he's, I know he sells out the garden and everything when he's here. Like, that's a given, you yeah. know? And like, he's hysterical. He's so funny. You know what it is? Maybe also for me, he's also like a son of like immigrant parents, which I obviously connect to because my dad's an immigrant. But like, that side of it is hilarious. He's a little bit older, which I like. So he's probably late, mid to late 40s. So like, he's. He has a lot of like the observations about like young people stuff that we also have. You know what I mean? Like I do. like ripping on on like twenty year olds. Like he does a whole bit, not in the Stay Hungry one, but one of his old specials about like when he goes to check in at like a hotel in Vegas and there'll be like the guys behind him who have like a huge cooler full of like bush light. It's like, what does it matter with you? Like you're at like a nice five star hotel. <laughs> you're like drinking bush light. And I'm like, Yeah, because I'm totally that guy. But I, I also realized the ridiculousness of it. His yeah. doorbell bit was the first thing I ever saw from him, and that's what like got me. Oh, so, like, like back in the day, like the whole family like ran to the door to see who was ringing the bell, and like now everyone hides behind couches and <laughs> shit, and like runs to different rooms. I'm not kidding. When the doorbell rings, and for whatever reason, my people ring on my doorbell a lot. Whenever the doorbell rings, me and my wife give each other the look, like <laughs> don't like, move, don't like, breathe. Like first, it's panic and fear and then it's well i'm not going you go i went last time and we literally fight over for like five minutes and that's why that specific skit like hit me like i i got it and i was sold from that point yeah i I may or may not work for a police department and i can't tell you how many people call the police for just a doorbell ring yeah dude it's a different time just a doorbell ring well you like why would you in in 2019, there's not a lot of reasons to ring on someone's doorbell, and so you just assume that it's someone about to rob you. You assume it's someone yeah. you don't know because if you did, they would have texted you and said or called and said they were coming. Exactly. No one surprised visits anymore. No. If I just heard a knock on the door and I opened it and it was Eric standing there, I'd be like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'd, be, I'd look. I'd be like, "Did your car break down? Challenge accepted. Did you get Did you get kidnapped and now you escaped and this is the first place you ran to? Like, why are you here right now? This is so weird." Oh, can't hey. wait to do that during the week. <laughs> Please do it. Like if you ring the bell and you're not singing Christmas carols, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> or even, uh, yeah, like I uh, even panic during Halloween. I know it's a trick or treater. I'm still like, you get it, Kev. But what if it's not? Know. I know, right? What if it's a guy trying to sell me cable TV <laughs> or solar panels? Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Can I put that on my things I hate? People trying to sell me solar panels. <laughs> the best thing is I already have solar panels. So like, oh, can I tell you about solar? I'm like, check my roof first before you ring can my doorbell. Can I tell you about solar? Yeah, I already have them, jerk. <laughs> anyway. So I was originally going to do um, a TV show for my recommendations, but we had a little conversation before the show, and I, I realized I wanted to change it. And my recommendation is just going to be solely James Corden. The person. The person. You just uh, recommend a person. Yeah, the dude, like, if he does something, watch it. He's fantastically funny, like, heart of gold, chubby guy, like, everything you could ask for, singing voice of an angel. The dude's just great. He's got a new show called The World's Best, where it's like um, a reality competition, sort of like America's Got Talent, and he hosts it, and it, he makes it better than the other ones just because of how great he is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Everything he does is just, he just adds like, he's hilarious. He's also like, he's got like a, a, just a positive vibe that like when he's on TV, you just, it just makes you feel like in a better mood. Yeah. And he's like super confident. You could just get that vibe. Like he just like, he, he like comfortable in his own skin. Makes you know fun of I mean? himself. And like, that's like my favorite humor. Cause like as a chubby kid, I grew up doing that. Yeah. So like I respect it. I have so much respect for the fact that he is like. Does not fit the mold of what like a TV, like what a what a TV personality is supposed to look like, but he is by far the best. Yeah, like <clears throat> I thought Jimmy Fallon when Jimmy Fallon first started doing the Tonight Show, I I was like I was pretty into it because I I, I liked his new take on um doing late night TV, like doing more. He did so many more like uh, celebrity 
participation bits and stuff like that. And I thought it was really cool. But then James Corden came and does it a thousand it. times better. That's it. Blows it out of the water. I haven't watched a Jimmy Fallon clip. No, me neither. Like, because like, I never watch these things live. I always watch like YouTube videos. <laughs> same, of it, right? Same. I haven't watched a Jimmy Fallon clip in a year. No, same here. I could, I couldn't care less about nope, Jimmy Fallon. But I always watch Corden's. So he's got it. He's my recommendation. That's Anything he's involved with, enjoy it. Also, a little known fact, he invented James Corden Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, I feel like you're lying to the audience a lot today. <laughs> Am not. not good. Am I? Go to Instagram and find <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, all right, Jones, do you have any recommendations besides James Corden Blue? James Corden Blue is delicious. Uh, I'm also going to recommend a little TV show called Magic for Humans. It's on Netflix right now. Is it uh, humans or humans? Uh, humans. There's no H? Uh, I, I was brought up saying human. Human? Human. Human. Do you say Tuesday? Uh, occasionally, I do say Tuesday. Do you say Roosevelt? <laughs> Roosevelt. Do you say won't instead of won't? Won't. won't like, who the hell says won't? People says say that? won't. I won't do that. No, not me. Won't. Maybe people from Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saskatchewan. <laughs> All yeah, right. it's a, it's so a, magic for humans. Yeah, magic for humans. It's uh, hosted by a guy named Justin Woolman. Uh, he's he's like a like a B ish level uh, TV host. He hosts a show called Cupcake Wars. I guess that might be where you'd know him from. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Uh, but he also uh, uh, apparently he's a magician. Didn't know it. He's very good. Very very talented. Um, this series is uh, one season so far. Six episodes on Netflix. It's produced by Tim and Eric from Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great. No. Film. Yeah. And a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say like the humor similar, but there's like definitely things where you see it and you're like, oh, that's definitely their influence. Oh, that's great. And it's, uh, each episode has uh, like a different theme and he does different magic tricks to people on the street that kind of fit with the theme of the show, like the theme of the episode. He's trying to like prove a point in each episode and using magic to prove the point. But there's a, a couple unbelievably funny moments in the show. It's, you're really just going to have to watch it. But uh, I've never heard of that before today, but I will definitely check it out. It's really good, and the best part, it's only six episodes. Like If you don't like it that much, then yep, yep. It's, it's over. <laughs> I want to see if they say human or human, so I want to watch it just for that. <laughs> you're very caught up on that. It's, I what feel you like say? you can't just leave an H out. It's you say human. human? Human. I say human. Human, because I'm normal. <laughs> Do you say huge or huge? Huge. It's huge. 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 Okay. I'm going to watch that. I love, I love those types of shows. Me too. I'm totally going to watch that. My, my uh, favorite Netflix show similar to that is um, called Brain Games. You know what? It's really similar to that, actually. Like, it's, it's really similar to Brain Games where like, they're, they're trying to prove something and they're using magic instead of science. I love it. I love that type of stuff. Dope. Word. Got to check it. All right. That brings us to our next segment called In the News. Wong. 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 <laughs> Should we do it together? Yeah. Wong. I feel like we were at a two That was there. beautiful. Uh, it's a, Beautifully terrible. I believe they call that dissonance. All right. All right. So I know it's a, it's a few days past, um, but it was like such a, such a moment that I had to put it in my In the News. And uh, the Mars rover died. And it was a very emotional time for me. Rip in peace. Rip in peace, dude. Like his last words were, my battery is low and it's getting dark. Like if that's not the saddest thing, I don't know what is. Oh, I, well, I, I've, been I thought, thinking, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo and I feel like that should be my tattoo. Oh my God, do it. It should just be the Mars rover. Yes, do it now. It, it'll be the Mars rover. Yes. And then underneath it'll say, my battery is low. It's getting dark. Yes. Oh my God, do it, please. How cool of a tattoo would that be? Oh, that's so great. That's a. Gr- Am I getting too hyped for no reason? No, no, I'm I'm in love with that idea, Jones. I love that. I almost want that. <laughs> yeah, actually. if you don't get it, I will. Wow, I'm doing that. So on Tuesday night, um, they sent a transmission of Billy Holiday's "I'll Be Seeing You" in hoping to get a response, and there was there was nothing back. They sent that through the Deep Space Network, which I didn't even know existed. That's where uh, <laughs> Dinner for Dessert is broadcast. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> and it, it says... We're in syndication in the deep space. The exact words were, even with that song sent, the rover couldn't be roused. Oh. <laughs> so it was only... T- the craziest part of this whole thing, I don't know if you're familiar with, with Opportunity or Oppie, as we, we on the inside referred to him. <laughs> we at NASA call him. <laughs> um, 
it was only intended to explore for three months, but somehow managed to explore for 15 years. That's a good run. I think that's insane. It's a good run. Like they built this thing with expectation of three months, and it got 15 years. It had Sony guts. That's Sony it. guts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was that was sad, but it also it wasn't the saddest thing to happen this past week. Um, we lost Prince Jones, which was Mike Jones's dog. Uh, and uh, so I want to say rest in peace to uh, both of those sweet princes. And I hope that Oppie and Prince can find each other in their happy wanna, place. Do you want to know what kind of an idiot I am? I read that and didn't even put two and two together that you were talking about my dog. <laughs> I thought that there was some prince somewhere <laughs> named Prince Jones. And I was like, what country? <laughs> Does he rule? <laughs> the best part is you're not lying because your reaction when I just said it was so pure. <laughs> like the moment of enlightenment. Yeah, I am so stupid sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel really bad about that dog, too. I'm, I'm going to miss him. I hope like, he had a good run. He yeah, had a he good did. Run. He was 14. Well, he's in the good place, so don't worry about it. Okay, this is a hard transition right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I'll try. Uh, a Black Panther was spotted <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in 100 years. Are we talking about the, uh, the animal? Or <laughs> <laughs> Why did I have to go now? <laughs> it's like when they, when they do that on the news where it's like they, they have like a really happy story. That, that squirrel like, was water skiing. <laughs> And a family was gunned down today outside of, a, of the Sparrows. <laughs> All right, guys. Get it together, guys. We're professionals. All right. All right. So I didn't realize that Black Panthers were that rare, but there hasn't been one spotted in 100 years. They just found one for the first time in 100 friggin' years. 100 years. Whew. So they, they found them in Wakanda. <laughs> it's true. Uh, um, all right. So you could, I don't know if this is news or just a, 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 an advertisement. You could hunt Bigfoot with Jose Canseco for a, a small fee of $5,000. Wow. We definitely went totally different paths on our, in the news this, this week. Dude, I'm sweating from laughing right now. I can't stop laughing. So retired baseball great Jose Canseco, Jose, the guy who let the home run bounce off his head and over the wall. Same guy. I can go hunt big, a, a mythical creature. Yes. Uh, think I, about that. I How much like, fun would that be? That's worth it. Just to hear that meathead say things. Just to like, be, oh, I think I saw him over there. <laughs> just to take video and Instagram stories all day with him. Just listening to him talk gibberish. And it's not listed in the story here, but you know where he's going to be hunting Bigfoot, right? Saskatchewan. Oh, no. One better. <laughs> it's got to be Florida. Oh, in Florida. Oh, of course. <laughs> In Jacksonville. In the glades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, All right, we got a few more. Right. <laughs> okay, so there is a deadly zombie deer disease. Say that three times fast. <laughs> deadly zombie deer disease that um, experts are worried it's going to spread to humans. Yeah, because of these damn anti-vax kids. Yeah, see the fucking anti-vaxxers. Damn, I cursed again. Yes, you did. Cha-ching. Oh, I'm damn. <laughs> Uh, You're the loser on today's show. Yeah, I am. Sorry, guys. So does it turn me into a zombie or a deer? <laughs> I think it turns you into a deer zombie. So uh, both. So it makes you a deer. Then you die. Then you get <laughs> brought back to life. Pretty much. You're like a deer with a unicorn horn, but you eat human flesh. <laughs> does it also does it make me a deadly zombie or am I just is the disease itself deadly? Well, I mean, you eat other flesh, I think. So, yeah. Deer that's, flesh? I think that's zombie? like that's a weird. prerequisite for zombieism. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just uh, undead, right? <laughs> and what, like, if you just come back to life, you're just... Not really like, well-versed on the rules. Yeah. Being a zombie deer would be horrible. Like, horrible. How do you, how do you get through horrible. the antlers? Like, the, he's a double armor. Wait, you're the zombie. Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's just move on. <laughs> this is going nowhere. Okay. Uh, Jose Canseco should hunt those. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, all right. So uh, any news segment would not be complete without a Florida story. <laughs> no. So a Florida man was arrested after deputies say he threw a burrito at his girlfriend. 
Fant- Fant- I wonder if it's the same couple that had the pork chop throwing contest last week. Keep keep doing you, Florida. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. Keep it up. Keep it classy. <laughs> keep it classy. Uh, anyway, oh, so that concludes the news for this week. Nice. Started off sad, ended on a happy note, I guess. Yeah, I am still holding in a laugh. So I did the whole <laughs> thing would try to hold back the sleepover giggles. So, all right. Now, uh, what segment's next, Jonesy? Uh, actually, we do some trivia. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to do uh, This Week I Learned, because I learned some fun stuff this week. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, let's do that then. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, I feel like you don't want to, though. No, I do. Tell me the truth. This is like one of those things where it's like, hey, what do you want to order for dinner? And you're like, I'll have anything. And then you go, uh, pizza? And they're like, uh, uh, if you really want to. It's like, well, you just said anything, and now this is awkward. That's the worst conversation to have. Yeah, so I feel like we're having that conversation no, right no, now. There's only one way to find out what I want for dinner. For dinner. It's to log on to our Instagram <laughs> and find out. Uh, yeah, that's all right, heavy, so what'd you, so what you learn this week, Pump? So, I didn't learn anything, so this is all on you. Okay, so someone said to me, oh, you know, they got away scot-free. And I was like, you know, I've heard that name... That, that term so many times, I have no idea what it means, so I Googled it, and I found out what scot-free means. I can't wait to hear. All right, so scot is an old Norse word that means uh, payment or contribution. Okay. So you would make a scot to, like, the tribe or whatever. Like you make, it's like a tax, kind of. Um, and then that translated into English, um, which was basically a synonym for the word tax. So if something was scot-free, it had no taxes associated with it. Gotcha. So long story short, if you get away scot-free, you got away without losing anything. You didn't have to pay anything. No, no, no losses on your side. Perfect. Scot-free. I love knowing stuff like that. So there you go. Scot-free. Tax-free. That's really interesting. Payment-free. Like, uh, you always wonder how words like that get into the, mm-hmm. the vocabulary of the people. That's a good one. Did yeah. you learn anything this week? I did, actually, yeah. What did you learn? Uh, I learned that uh, Scott Free. Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I learned uh, in, the, in the late 1980s, uh, Mike Tyson, the professional boxer mm-hmm. slash crazy person, was visiting a zoo, and he noticed that there was a gorilla that was bullying all of the other gorillas. So he paid a zookeeper $10,000 to open the gorilla cage so he could go in there and punch out the gorilla. No, he didn't. Yeah. Did he punch the gorilla out? The zookeeper wouldn't take them off. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, as tough as Mike Tyson is, the gorilla would whoop mm, his ass. I don't know, man. We're talking about late 80s Tyson. Gorillas are like 800 pounds. Tyson was fast as lightning and could throw a mega punch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That'd be a good fight, though. If I'm taking any now, Tyson. That's a pay-per-view yes. that I would watch. That's, that's better than Peter McNeely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, I'm reading about it like on Reddit, and most of the comments are just like, they're not doubting that Mike Tyson could punch the gorilla out. It's more doubting that the gorilla like can rip like a plane in half. Like everyone like way overestimates the strength of gorillas. Yeah, because they're all thinking of King Kong like idiots. Yeah, like they're like, oh, yeah, the gorilla can like rip the world in half. It's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not that Mike Tyson can go in and punch the gorilla, which is what you should be arguing. But I just I think that's a great story. That's pretty great. I really now want to see that fight. Yeah. Awesome. All, all right. right. So you don't have you didn't learn anything this week, no, right? No, I did. You I learned, learned that cinnamon raisin bagels with jalapeno cream cheese aren't awful. They're I not also, good, but they're not awful. I also learned what Scott Free means and where it comes from. There so you go. Sometimes I lead up to you guys to what I'm going to learn. Hey. And you also learned about Scott the gorilla who almost got punched out for ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Scott. <laughs> All right, so you guys ready to do some trivia? Yeah, I'm excited. I uh. All right, first off, ba da ba ba ba. It's trivia. All right. So <laughs> I, uh, I need you to, to get a little rock, paper, scissors action and see who's going to go first. Okay. I have seven questions here. Last one only going to be used if a tiebreaker is necessary. Okay. So is, was that six questions? I have seven questions seven here. Questions. The seventh question will only be used. Okay. If it's, if a, tie it's a tiebreaker. Got it. And in, in honor of pomp, I'm going to use my left hand. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, says shoot. Ah, Uh, Jones, paper covers rock. So that was double scissor, double paper, and then Jones won with a paper covering rock in case you all gave a turd. Well played. (laughs) All right, so Jones. Yes. Question number one to you. Mm -hmm. They're going to progressively get more difficult as as we've done every week, just so you know. 
Ken Jennings won over $2.5 million on what game show in 2004? Uh, the same one that uh, is famous for Quiche and Mount Suvius <laughs> Jeopardy. Mount Suvius. Jeopardy. He Correct, He didn't sir. say it in the word, form of a question. So. <laughs> oh, <Just> no. <laughs> what well, is Jeopardy? It's a good thing this isn't Jeopardy or that wouldn't <laughs> have counted. Um, Pomp, what children's show premiered on PBS in 1969? How, it's so easy. Um, 1969 PBS children's show. I'm going to say Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Oh my God. Wow. Sesame, Sesame street. street. Sesame street. Well, that was so much harder than it is. Whatever. No way. Whatever. I never, I don't I'm going to win. Anyway. I know one PBS show and it's Sesame street <laughs> and Mr. Rogers <laughs> and Captain Kangaroo was probably on PBS also. <laughs> Just saying. Jesus, man. That was a hard one. Whatever. I'm going to come back. <laughs> What were the names of the two government agents on X-Files played by David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson? They were Mulder and Scully. Correct. I'm so I'm I'm already mad at you cuz I know mine's going to be harder. What was the name of the boat shipwrecked on Gilligan's Island? Whew. It was the SS Minnow. My man. Nice. Can I give you a quick a quick trivia question? What was the name of the skipper? The skipper? skipper? No, no, he had a, he had an actual name. Conrad. No, no, it wasn't Steve. Conrad. No, it wasn't Steve. <laughs> Gary. It was Steve Conrad Gary. <laughs> Conseco no, the, the third. third. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We've been friends for too long. Yes. He's the same joke. Uh, anyway, oh, Jon- Jonas Grumby was the name of the. Wow. Skipper. All right. That's a terrible name. So Jones. Yeah. What city did Laverne and Shirley take place in? Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Correct. Yes. Can you sing the theme song? Something, something, now we're going to do it. Putting bottle tops on all the bottles. They're going on the conveyor belt. Along with the Some, glove. There's a glove yeah. at some point. There's and you wave to it. the top of the bottle. It's got I only know that from fingers. Wayne's World, not from, not from the actual show. No, you never watched Laverne and Shirley? No. Oh, it's one of my favorites. I still show it at night on like this random channel. Laverne is a great name. It's such a good, such a funny show that like holds up humor. It is? Yeah. Good yeah. Fun. Top yeah. notch. There's something like Shamil and Shlamazel. Shlamil Shlamazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated. Yeah. We're going to do it. Give us any chance to take it. All I'm thinking about Give is Wayne's World the whole time. We'll break it. <laughs> it's so good. Awesome. All right. So, Pomp, what four-word TV slogan did Sting add to the Dire, hits, dire Straits hit, Money for Nothing? Can you uh, repeat the question? What four-word TV slogan did Sting add to the Dire Straits hit Money for Nothing? Four-word TV slogan. TV channel slogan. Sting? What did Sting have to do with this? I guess he helped write the song. It's Sting's voice singing it. Money for nothing and the tricks for free. We got them... Something microwave oven, custom kitchen delivery. He's gonna go through the whole song. He has to move these refrigerators. (laughs) It's the very first line of the song. I should have learned to play the guitar. (laughs) I feel like you have to give it to him for knowing the entire rest of the song. I should have known to bang them drums. Writing this question, I honestly was like, oh, Pomp 100% will know this. Um, you've overestimated me, my friend. <laughs> uh, you got these microwave ovens. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you know every other word. Try thinking of the first words of the song. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Um, uh, <sighs> that sweet, like electric drum. When solo. it first opens up. <laughs> That's the way you do it. <laughs> the show's going to be like a two-hour podcast episode. It's just an hour of it. It's just going to be me thinking. Um, I'm going to have to pass. I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, I want my MTV. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, Pump. It's not like lyrics, though. It just says it in the background. It says it I in the song. my MTV. MTV. Oh, yeah, he does say it in the song. Damn it. <laughs> I want uh, Wait, Sting sings that song? No, no, Sting is the the guest in the vocalist, beginning. yeah. Mark Knopfler is the singer for Dire Straits. Oh, you know what? It does sound 
now that you say that, you can tell it's Sting's voice <laughs> who sings that in the beginning. With oh, like so now you know voice. the line. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm sweating with anger right now. Yeah. My questions were significantly harder than Jones's. I'm just saying. Stop it. Whatever. You had Sesame Street is one of your questions. That you could get. <laughs> 1969. I wasn't alive yet. And I gave you a Dire Straits song, and you love that freaking song. I really do love that song. <laughs> That's what's so terrible about it. Um, I want my MTV. Hello. So here was the bonus question in case you guys died. Yeah, which obviously um, is not happening. Who played Sarah Connor in the short-lived Terminator, the Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles on television? Oh, my God. Neither of you watched it? No, but she was good looking. I remember what she looks like, but I don't know her name. You're probably thinking of the actual Terminator who was good looking, and that's Summer Glau. I'm talking about who played Sarah Connor. Oh, Sarah Connor. That's uh, very fitting at this moment um, because of what everybody's involved with television-wise. She's an earlier role for her. I know Amelia Clark played Sarah Connor. At, in a movie. In a movie, but not in the show. Great. great Great path you're on, though, my friend. I'm working on it. Let yeah. me tell you, great path. Couldn't be any hotter if you tried. Oh, man. It's Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yeah, it's Amelia Earhart. Um, uh, don't match. She also <laughs> on Game of Thrones? Okay, wait a second. I'm on to something here. Well, obviously, if you were on a hot path with her, where else would it be? I don't know. I had a lot of cream cheese this morning. <laughs> <laughs> with cinnamons and jalapenos. Um, who else is in that show? Oh, Natalie Dermer. I'm not, I, that wasn't my answer. I'm just naming people on <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, Lena Headley, whatever. Her? Lena Headley? Headley? Heady, Heady. Heady. Am I, am it was I right? Yeah, it was one of her earlier roles. Ooh. Ooh, she was also in 300. Wasn't she Leonidas's wife? Yes, she was hot in that. She was a looker. She was also in this other show called uh, Chair Chair Games. That's not true. <laughs> you lied again. <laughs> so, such a Don't liar. say Instagram. It's Don't on, say you find out on Instagram. It's on Showtime. <laughs> it's not on Sundays. It's on Tuesdays. So yeah, process of elimination. You would have got the bonus question. Congrats. God damn. I was, I, I'm so mad about the Sesame Street one. Yeah, me too. Wait me a minute. Too. Did, I, did I just win trivia? Oh, you crushed you it. I won <laughs> trivia for the first time here. in like six years. That's great. Yeah. I'm proud of you right now. Oh, man. Well played, Jonesy. Wow. All right. Damn. Well, now I'm set to lose for the next six weeks. I hate <laughs> when we get to the end of the episode. It's kind of sad. Oh, before we conclude, I'd like to send a big congratulations out to Allison Arnone. Oh, yes. She yes. got engaged Woo-hoo. this past weekend. Congratulations. We should have um, Allison and her uh, fiance, Leo, on the, on the show. Uh, that would be fun. Because Leo seems like a great dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, we need him on the show. And I believe I believe he likes to play basketball against his Roomba. Yeah, which I, I respect the hell out of. I also have a Roomba, so they, they should bring their Roomba over again to fight my two, Roomba. No, have a two-on-two game. Each, oh, we each could, man in his Roomba versus the other man in his oh, Roomba. That would be awesome. That would be really good. Jones game. could be the hoop. <laughs> Me and Jones will be the hoops on opposite <laughs> ends of the room. I mean, that's right. good because in my timeline, I'm a retired basketball player. Yeah, it's oh, that's perfect. Right. Yeah. I just have to kill Flo first. Oh, yeah, yes. Flo's, Flo's going to get the X. <laughs> awesome. All right. all right. So that's it. Go to our uh, Instagram and, and find out all the answers to, to Jones's <laughs> statements for the shows today. Um, dinner for dessert. Email us DFD. Nope. Dinner for dessert at gmail.com. Twitter DFD podcast. Yep. Um, keep sending in your questions. I know we didn't get to two today, but they will be on the next episode. Yep. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you all and we love you. Bye. Peace.
Lebanese 25, code 6, 105 North Avenue, 52. 